tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. And welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. Uh, da- hey, it's Sam Tripoli here with another episode for you. And I'm just going to let you know, guys, this is an emergency episode done really quick. Uh, it, basically, YouTube is coming for me. So I wanted to do a uh, episode on censorship. And so I've decided to bring in my good friend, Dave Lugo from L Ride Entertainment. Okay, it's a production company that I'm working with. He's got a film come out coming out called sensational and uh he wants you to check it out so i thought it'd be great because he's dealing with fake news and and misinformation and it's a wonderful 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 uh movie so you guys should check it out so this is emergency podcast so i wanted you guys real quick guys i have some dates coming up that i want you guys to check out uh i will be um in Philly, November 12th through the 14th at Philadelphia's Heliums, okay? I'll be in Lumbar, Illinois, November 21st. That's live at the Afterlife. And then St. Louis, December 3rd. December 3rd through the 5th, again, at Heliums. All of those will be in the uh, description below. I just want to thank, again, everybody from Cleveland who came out to hilarities uh it's the most people i've ever had come out to see me in in one show and i cannot thank you guys enough you made an old man feel really good about himself so i'm so thankful that for that guys check out the tinfoil hat t-shirts go to tinfoilhattshirts.com we got new t-shirts there every other week man we got some great new ones popping up please please Check them out, man. Uh, it's a great way to support the show. And if you're looking to support the show, we could really use it now with the censorship coming out. Check out my uh, Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tinfoilhab or patreon.com slash Brian Callen. Uh, I'm doing a show with him called Conspiracy Social Hour. And finally, my spiritual podcast on Rockfin. That's R-O-K-F-I-N.com slash Zero is my spiritual podcast. You hear about what's going on on Tinfall Hat? You go to Zero to learn how to deal with it. I love you all very much. Please enjoy David Lugo, who is uh, with L Ride uh, Productions, okay, and hit, talking about his movie Sensational. Thank you guys so much and enjoy the show. All right, guys. So let's get into it. Uh, joining me today uh, is a he is a producer. He runs a production company called L Ride Productions. His name is David Lugo. How are you, David? I'm great, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. No problem. Now, full disclosure, David and I are working on projects together. We're working on uh, a couple little different things. And uh, and one thing he's been asking me to do is help uh, get the word out about this pot, uh, this film he has called sensational and uh, i thought it'd be a perfect time to have david on um because of what's going on with me and my youtube channel my soundcloud channel my twitter all that stuff so david thanks for joining me i appreciate it uh, it's my pleasure man thank you thank you for having me and uh like you said i really appreciate you giving the, the documentary a chance and shipping spreading the word so thanks for the time man uh so david real quick tell us a little bit about elrod and then we can get into your movie um, Elride's company, uh, my business partner, Wes Hall, and I started about five years now. Um, we help produce, develop, and finance independent features, independent documentaries. Um, <clears throat> we started with a few smaller films. One was a documentary called The Good American, and that kind of got me into the underground world where, you know, I met the alternative media. And then we also do bigger films, um, we just recently helped uh, with some financing on a Bella Thorne movie. We're doing a film with Miles Teller. So 
we have a wide spectrum, um, but uh, I really appreciate what you do in the alternative media, which you do a tinfoil, uh, tinfoil hat. And I just think that this is the future, no matter how hard they're trying to censor us. And the fact that they are trying to censor us so hard is, it's just proof. You know, you guys, you guys have the number. We are living in crazy times, my friend. Um, your movie is sensational. It's very well done. Tell us a little bit about sensational. Um, sensational just started off as a, just an idea. We had a couple a couple people that I work with wanted to uh, do a film on the alternative media. And we hired some people to connect us with, you know, Alex Jones, Roger Stone, different group of people. And then it became something much larger than anything we anticipated because there was a rollout of censorship over the last four years that we just kind of watched. And uh, then I became involved with, you know, nothing in, nothing too crazy, but I was, you know, I was brought in, for the Mueller investigation because how close this film got to some of the stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it, it just, it gets to you. And, uh, I, I just wanted to take my curiosity out and what I do best is filmmaking. And, um, yeah, it became this film, which is sensational. I appreciate you spending a little time with us and uh, it is a great movie. It's well-produced. It, it goes d- deep into, Basically, you know, the psyops that they pull and how now they're kind of attempting to control the message, which is, I mean, we, we, our worst fears are being realized right now. Oh yeah. They are being realized. Like I've never seen before. I knew once we were always saying like November was going to get crazy. Excuse me. October was going to get really crazy right before the election. But right now, I mean, we're looking at like, just a giant like bloodbath of the truth community, alternative media, some of the biggest names, people who've been working on their YouTube channels for years are now being wiped out, just wiped out. And I I have now since uh, today, I just got my second strike on my YouTube channel. Uh, a show I did almost over two years ago. It was episode 66. That's how long ago it was. Wow. They And we're on, we, di- we just did 384. This will be 385, I believe. And they just dinged me for episode 66. And it's been, and I got called, uh, it was called hate speech. Uh, I did an episode on Q. Uh, which was a small episode of a bunch of different stuff that we had discussed. And that got called cyber stalking. uh, It got called cyber harassment and stalking. And which is very, very, they don't give you the instance in which it is. Now, here's another thing. What we, what, what YouTube has done is they've taken away the human element of it and they have now made it all AI. So there's no like, I don't know, that doesn't seem that bad. Or like if certain words trigger um, that, you know, the AI doesn't, isn't going to go, ah, you know, let's, you know, we're going to let that one fly. But if it happens again, you know, none of that, it's just cutting, it's just cut and dry. And it has to do with this laptop, Biden's laptop. And it has to do with Joe Biden. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, when it started with Alex Jones, and I, you know, no, you know, I, I was out there going, dude, this is ridiculous. But a lot of people were like, well, whatever, man. He said stuff about Sandy Hook and it's me. And then they went after Owen Benjamin. And then everyone was like, he was saying mean stuff. And, you know, I said, like, they shouldn't censor it. I just don't agree with him. And here we are today, man. Yeah. Just getting destroyed. It's unbelievable. Well, like you said, it's it. I mean, we covered it in the film. They they have these vague terms that they use. Um, like for one one piece of legislature that we cover very broadly, um, it's called the Countering Disinformation Propaganda and Foreign Disinformation Propaganda Act. And they talk about uh, countering Russian influence, foreign influence, but also non-state actors. And what is non-state actors? You know, what what are they? You know, people who disagree with the government narrative. So people who, what was the government narrative? I can't tell you what the government narrative is at this point. Our government's so divided. So you have one group of people telling you, this is what, what's, what's real. And these are the bad people. And then you have this one 
group saying these are the bad people who's really in you know who i guess who controls these platforms google youtube you know twitter they they're the ones who can be like no this these are the bad people i want to take them down i don't want them heard anymore and that's and it's only one way too that's that's yeah. the weird thing it's just like you know, I mean, we, we just went through Russian collusion in which zero evidence was put forward. And even they did a giant multi-million dollar investigation and they found zero. And that was still propagated out there. And you yeah. still have these same actors talking about uh, Russia Gate, right? And there was zero proof of it. But yet when it goes the other way with Biden's laptop and all that stuff, everybody's losing their skulls. And it's just, it's, it's so blatant what is going on. And like the Biden laptop to me is, is so, I mean, this is their biggest fear because it touches on everything, which is globalism, but to the level of treason and, and CPs on there. And that is that is like exposing everything dude everything that they've they've demonized conspiracy theorists for saying have now come true and and this laptop shows all of that and they are they are scrambling it's just unbelievable like what is your take david on what what is to your best understanding if do you think it's all theater do you think like Trump and Biden, it's all theater? And is this just part of the most elaborate theater ever produced in the history of mankind? I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, we, we start the film off and one of the lines is that the whole world is a stage. And, you know, we're watching this, this chaos unfold. I do believe that there is some genuine uh, information, like you said, the Hunter Biden laptop is something that not many people can can refuse because it is one degree away from separation from, from, you know, the top, you know, that's one degree away. And then we're talking about what they did in Ukraine, Ukraine, something we touch on in the film. And there was some very shady business going on, you know, during the Ukrainian revolution, um, during the, the uh, Madame revolution, uh, we had a governor, um, excuse me, a congressman from Connecticut, uh, Chris Murphy and John McCain on stage with the same group of people who were trying to overthrow a country. And then we have them coming here and saying the Russians are interfering with us. We can't allow that. But yeah. what's that all about? <laughs> I do think the roosters have come home that outside, outside uh, countries are in fact trying to uh, manipulate this country uh, that things we've done over there, they've done over here. You know, George Soros, globalists. I do believe they are financing a lot of the chaos going on uh, in this country right now. And a lot of people believe when when the election's over and if Biden wins, a lot of it goes away. I think that is the truth, man. I think it is the truth. Well, you talk a little bit about fake news, about misinformation or disinformation. Um which I always find very interesting because we the, uh, disinformation, misinformation has only been bad when it's coming from independent researchers, right? I mean, and that's only being labeled that as fake news. But we've had fake news forever. I mean, the Gulf of Tonkin, fake news. One one shooter in Dallas, fake news. Uh, weapons of mass destruction, fake news. Why why is that allowed to go? When, when the other side, it's only when you're calling out the government that becomes a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it goes back to all those, all those points that you just hit. Um, we, we touched on a guy named Cord Meyer Jr. in the film, who is, uh, he basically ran Mockingbird. He was, his ex-wife was one of JFK's mistresses who was murdered shortly after the Warren Commission report came out. No one even knows what happened to her, really, because the guy they tried uh, was let well let go, proven to be innocent. Um, but that guy actually wrote a book called Peace or Anarchy, which described a one world government. And this man, there are letters that we show in the film there from declassified from the CIA. It's all from the CIA website. And it was a letter from the Harvard General Counsel to, to Cord Meyer discussing how Cord Meyer and the CIA wanted to use the uh, Harvard alumni and all of their um, fa faculty and students to, to basically be agents. 
And this is out there in the open. Say this again. They wanted the Harvard and Yale or just Harvard? Just Harvard. So the, so in the film, what we do a short section where we show like, it, it's, you have to freeze it. This is a, this film, just a, you know, basically a banner. This film is for people who are research geeks because that's what I find myself to be. So you want to watch it, you want to pause it, look at it and then research this and it'll all take you to the CIA website. And basically what he had, it was a letter from the general counsel saying, Mr. Meyer, let me get this correct. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, just go on the film and watch it. But uh, it's, uh, it's our understanding that you want to use our faculty and students, you know, to, to uh, research and recruit for the CIA. And this was, this is a, this is a document that the CIA released in 2016. Unbelievable. And his book, Peace or Anarchy, which he wrote shortly after coming back from World War II, outlines of one world government. He, he didn't believe um, that the UN, which he was there in the creation of the UN, he didn't believe it went far enough. He didn't think it had enough power. So he wrote a book called Peace or Anarchy, and then was personally recruited by Alan Dulles to come in and run and create Radio Europe, Radio Liberty, all of our propaganda sites. This guy's fingerprints were on it. So if you go look him up on the CIA.gov, you'll see letters from George Bush, George Bush Sr. to him. Like some of the biggest names in the conspiracy realm. It's all out, it's on the CIA's website. We, we put it out in the film for a reason because you can go into it and then kind of find out what they believed of this man. He also then created a, uh, he was the president of the World Federalist Association. Now, <clears throat> the World Federalist Association had this really infamous uh, video on YouTube that circled with Walter Cronkite saying, I would like to serve on the left hand of the devil, something like that. Now, that's from, he's giving a speech at the same organization this man, Cordmeyer Jr., created and helped found. There are no newspaper articles, which we have in the film, that talk about this. He went from a one world government to the CIA. They knew who he was. And <clears throat> so at the same, the same conference, guess who video conferences in and says it wasn't the news until Walter Cronkite said it was the news? Hillary Clinton. The same conference. So now we're talking about one world government. You say we're crazy. But, but the guy who is running the propaganda machine for the CIA literally wrote a book about a one world government. Yeah, I mean, like when you take a look at all all everything that's been going on in the last four years. Now, I don't I'm I don't make any illusions that Trump's going to save me from anything. I don't I got to save myself, man. But I mean, whatever he whatever the game is, man. If he is a part of the game, and I'm not saying he can't be. I mean, I don't trust anybody in the position of president. But if he is a part of the game, like like the real deep researchers do, who I call them. I call them uh, sadomasochist re, um, researchers because you know uh, they don't they don't they don't give us any of the um, I don't I think they they don't give us solutions to solve the problem. They only give us deep deep research into the problem and then leave us kind of going oh so what are we gonna do about it? I'm like well. You're just, you know, you're, you're in the sadomasochism at that point. You're just like pain and suffering and you don't want to see how to, how to solve it. That's, that's kind of what I try to do with, you know, I mean, I like to put everything in a, like how, you know, how can we fix this? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and we'll get into that with the censorship, you know, I mean, like I really have to come to grips with the fact that, you know, I might have to completely disengage with youtube which makes life really hard i mean it's a hard thing to do to you know it's like it's like imagine a business right have you've seen this in business where this one street is just super popular busy and there's someone who maybe gets a a shop 50 feet off the street and they their business can't survive no matter and you see business after business after business set up shop there but because they're 50 feet off the main path it gets really hard to survive and that's that's what happens when you get off youtube it doesn't get it's it's not that you can't survive because we we're seeing people doing it but it's a lot harder gig man it's a massive search engine i mean we have fed so much data into this and you know 
the con- uh, the conspiracy world, I mean, which Tinfoil Hat, you know, really thrives on, it was founded pretty much on YouTube. You know, I yeah. that's how I got into it. You know, I got into it because I was like, this is great. These are all free videos I can look up. And, you know, I, you know, I don't believe everything. You know, I understand how to process the information. But as a filmmaker, it's like that that was a treasure trove. Now it's all gone. I mean, I, do you remember Alex Jones videos on YouTube? Every other day it was just coming out, cranking out. And now he's gone. And it's like crickets. And then when he got banned, it really struck something in my mind because I was there we open up the film. I was there behind him as he was chasing Jack, uh, Jack Dorsey out of the Senate building. And he was saying it that day. He was like, watch, he's like, watch, it's going down now. It's going down. And <laughs> no one knew what happened. And boom, he's banned simultaneously from everything. And then it was slowly, but surely you saw other people. All right, you're banned. You're too, you're too much. You're, you're banned. You're too much. And then it's just like, all right, we've revved up the engine now and they're going after everybody. And they're like, yeah, fine, go ahead. We're a private corporation. But like you said, you're 50 feet away from that main street, but you got to work, you know, instead of 12 hour days, you got to work 16 hours days to make what you were making. 100%, dude. And I'm not afraid of that. You know, I kind of have this attitude where it's like, if you want it, come and find it, man. I mean, like I'll hustle and do whatever I can to get people to check it out. You know, but it's, but the truth is this, Dave, is we need these, the people who consume conspiracy content to get uncomfortable. You got to get uncomfortable, man. Meaning you have to get ready to get off YouTube. That doesn't mean you got, you got to stay off YouTube because if you want to watch your, you know, crackheads jumping off uh, a high building uh, videos or uh, whatever prank videos you like, or your ESPN hot take videos, I get it. YouTube's fine for that. But if you really want to find out what's going on, you're going to have to get off of YouTube to find the content. It's a sad truth. I mean, we're moving into a world where, like you said, you have to be uncomfortable because it's, it's getting uncomfortable how easy it is for some of these big companies to say, uh, you can't watch that anymore. You can't watch that anymore. Well, if I'm going to go watch it somewhere else, you know, better than anybody, it's kind of expensive to run these sorts of gigs, you know, to get the, to get the reach and then to get the content and then to collect and then, you know, to do all the operations, but it's necessary. Now you got to get on. It is necessary. You can't. And, and, and you know what it is, Dave, what, what what we are finding out is what what musicians have been going through for a little while now. Like, where it's basically like they can't get radio play. They just got to somehow figure out a way to get people to find them. And that's kind of what we got to do right now. It's just, I got to create a website and pay for hosting of videos. And it's going to cost me money to host my own videos there, but it's like, I don't see how I could go and do anything else. I, I got to do it, man. I got to create my own channel where I can upload my own videos. Yeah. And it's, that's just the way it is. And what we found brother is that the, the you know, YouTube is hemorrhaging money. Oh, They're yeah. losing money right now. Yeah. Because they made so much money off of conspiracy videos. That's why they started YouTube premium. So people would pay a monthly fee that they could collect on. And that revenue isn't coming in right now. Oh no. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that were pissed off that Alex Jones got kicked off alone. And there's going to be people who get pissed off if Tim Fall Hack gets kicked off. And it's eventually it's like, they're going to piss off everybody at the party, you know? And then, you know, it, I see, I kind of see how they're, they're adapting now to some of these bigger, younger influencers who kind of have the, just, Hey, life is a party. Go do whatever you want. That's great. I love it. You know, I I love to have a good time as much as anybody else, but what you guys do and what you guys built here, which built the foundation was actually educate people who were looking for different ideas. And that, you know, again, that with a film touches we're all looking for different ideas we're, but you know just learning how to filter and uh, it's the evolution it was an evolution of a country really over the last 10 years we saw how people really 
thrived independently from the system. And now the system is like, oh, we can't have that. Let's wrangle it back in. Um, so, you know, go build something else. I mean, you know, it's, I've talked about it. You know, we, we've talked about it. It's, it's definitely what has to happen. We got to do it real quick. I want to tell you about my friends at Blue Chew, everybody. Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we can all use right now. Sax. Great sax. Huh? Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Okay? Blue Chew is made in the USA. USA! USA! There's no conspiracy of that, my friend. It's prescribed online okay, by licensed physician, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. They prepare you and ship it right to you in a discreet package. Not this guy, okay? I asked them to put on their hammer time so everybody knows my lady's very happy, all right? No awkwardness. You don't need to leave the house, even though I love to leave the house locked and loaded with some blue chew, okay? I really love it. You love it. I don't know if Dave loves being here right now during this read, but you know what? Enjoy it, dude. You know how many people get to be in a tinfoil hat read? Not a lot of people, except for Dave Lugo, okay? So this is what we're talking about, dude. If you could benefit from more confidence, where it counts, Blue Chew is fast, easy way to enhance yourself, okay? Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com, and you'll get your first shipment free when you use the promo code TINFOIL. And then just pay $5 shipping, okay? Again, that's bluechew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code TINFOIL to try for free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, and and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, Blue Chew. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make the pro- podcast possible. Seriously, right now after YouTube screwing with my stuff, I really need the sponsor. So so please be sure to use our promo code TINFOIL at BlueChew.com. All right. Uh, speaking of Blue Chew, uh, what's up with the Hunter Biden videos? Dude, this guy's got a mad hog on him, and everybody seems to be uh, being like, maybe he's not that bad. He's got a giant dick or something like that. And I'm like, you guys really are crazy if you're looking for the positives in what this guy is doing right now. It's unbelievable how many people, even in conspiracy community, are talking about how big this guy's getting, which is how big this guy's hog is, which is very interesting, which is very. And one thing I want to talk about is how the Hunter Biden laptop has basically shut down the discussion of the Benghazi video. It's yeah. like nobody's talking about Benghazi anymore. Nobody's talking about it's so it's like the psyops are so incredible, man. Yeah, change the narrative. Move the narrative, change the narrative. They're getting too close. All right, talk about something else. I mean, the Hunter Biden laptop, I'm still I'm still just absolutely amazed. And they haven't denied it, which is the craziest thing. And uh, you know, from what I've read, you know, the FBI, the DOJ, everyone admits it's real. So what are we talking about here? This is, you know, I, and I also, you know, again, I, Donald Trump has his own issues. He's, he's out there with a lot of stuff, you know, but, you know, I, if this was Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop, do you honestly think that we would hear this sort of media silence? No, this would be the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread to them. But Hunter Biden, yeah, Hunter Biden, you're, this is, no one's talking about it. Oh, who, him? It might be real. I actually read something today on Twitter um, I forget what it was. I think it's from the Washington Post. Somebody said that we have to get used to people pushing the Hunter Biden uh, laptop, um, even though it's probably true or something like that. No, Basically- no, no, it was. We have we we have to look at the Hunter Biden laptop issue as a, a foreign intelligence psyop, even though it's probably not. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what, what are we talking about here? And that's from the Washington Post that's owned by who? Jeff Bezos and yeah. Amazon. Yeah, they're trying to soften the blow because everyone knows this is real. And this, I mean, if it does get, besides, I mean, the sex stuff, I mean, if it's with minors, that is, you know, that's the guy's you. Absolutely, 100%. But if, you know, it's with him doing other stuff, I'm not really interested in that. I'm interested in the fact that we're seeing, you know, actual pay for play go on you know, in code. And we have to get to the bottom of that. You know? And that's why they're freaking out, dude, because this leads to what everyone's been talking about, which are these globalists selling us out to foreign entities, in particular, China and, 
and Israel. But really, this is China, man. This is, and again, Alex Jones is right again when he talks about Chicoms. He's been talking about Chicoms forever. And I know a lot of people give him shit because he has a blind spot for Israel. And again, that's nothing against Jews. That's against a foreign country. And I got to say that. So that people don't just look for, I, I got nothing against the Hebrews, love them, especially the ladies and their twerk videos. Okay. I talk about it constantly, but when we get into the chai comms, I mean, what we're looking at is straight up uh, Chinese trying to buy favor uh, from basically Obama's administration now, which is crazy. Cause then you take a look at all the stuff Obama did. He sold ports to China, the Chinese government, he yeah. sold our meaty, our meat making uh, factories to China, right? I mean, like, what are we doing? I mean, that's a couple of things I like that Donald Trump did. He took back the Long Beach uh, port from them. Why would we give that to China? And then you start to understand why these are happening because this group of globalists yeah. have sold us out to this country. Yeah, I mean, and it's it, again, go like globalism. I don't think anyone that's not debatable. It's it's a real thing. I mean, and, and like you said, um, we're selling out our ports, and then it doesn't make sense until you think about the overall, like the overall plan, which is to, from what Alex Jones says, is to have the United Nations take over the world and can be our governing body, using China as the military industrial complex, the new military industrial complex of the future, because they are you know more obedient. We would have people step away, you know, that Red Dawn, you know, Wolverines, that would happen all over the country. I'm hoping, dude. I'm hoping. I mean, I do think so, man. I, I've, uh, I've, I was very nervous in the beginning of the summer. And then after the last few months, I've, you know, I, I live in, I live in Jersey, which is normally a pretty blue state. And I see, I say four to one Trump signs. You know, oh, dude, I, it's. You know, I was driving with somebody I really loved the other day, and they were like, Biden's going to win in landslide. I go, I've known you for 17 years, and that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard you say in my life. In, in a lifetime of a 17 years of saying ridiculous things, that stands out as the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dude, and you know, it's like, oh, we don't want a lot of people here because of COVID. You're lying. You're yeah. only saying that because no one will come to your rallies, Biden and Harris. It's yeah. It's not even close. I mean, Obama had a rally in Philly. Now, I lived in Philadelphia for seven years, right? So you know where all the stadiums are. He wanted to have people drive in. He could have fit hundreds of cars. I mean, maybe even thousands of cars. Put them up on the Jumbotron, had everyone see him. He didn't have, you know, have a quarter of the parking lot. There's no momentum. There's no Obama momentum. or Biden? Yeah, Obama. Dude, I think that brand is dead, too. It's, it will, it's, I think they've married each other, the name Biden, Obama, because they spent the last eight years doing this. And, you know, I, I was a, a Obama supporter. You know, Me I'm, too, I'm, man. I'm, Me too. I was like, yes, minorities, we're getting there. We're, you know, we're rising. And then after that, I was like, I don't, can I curse some motherfucker? Yeah, dude, it's tenfold. <laughs> Go fucking for it. But, you know, but... <laughs> But, you know, it's, uh, I was just, it pissed me off. And that's what got me into, into this, you know, the conspiracy world. But I think, you know, the momentum, and it's not that I'm a Trumper, like I said, I, I, I dislike a lot of the stuff he does, man. And, you know, I do feel that's like, called, the, I think being an adult, I, yeah. I, I question anybody that trusts anybody in that position, 100%. I mean, like, yeah. you're setting yourself up to be used and abused. Everything you, every time they pitch something to you, you should be in karate stance where your defense is up, covering yourself up while you hear what they have to say, because it's most likely going to be attack on your, your, your soul and your, and your brain, a psyop. So you should be ready, covering up, ready to fight back. That's what I say. At all times. Yeah. I mean, it it just, I, I, I like this country. My family from both sides came here and were able to build a great life. I think that what this country has done for me personally, like, I think, I, you know, I, I can go on for hours about it, but, you know, I hit rock bottom, man. I hit rock bottom. And, you know, 
I I was able to get was the lowest moment of your life having to sit through a blue chew read was that a really low moment of your life that was kind of close no I actually when I noticed how red my cheeks I'm in this room that is so hot right now (laughs) I'm like like looking to open up the windows and I felt bad because I had an editor in here mixing some sound before I was like I gotta use that computer so I'm up in here like, oh man, it's so hot. No, no, no. So I'm only kidding. I was like, oh man, I gotta do a boner pill read in front of him. But you know, <laughs> this is the business. But I think you're right, man. I, I, I think, you know, man. It's you know, the more and more I study like conspiracies and all that stuff, the more and more I realize they have done a game on us. They have done a psychological warfare on us the way they just demonize religion the way they demonize spirituality the way they you know they 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 positioned scumbags pedophiles in religious positions to out them eventually so that people start to lose their faith in religion that has been a game being done for a very very long time yeah And we've seen it happen. So nobody has faith in God. So it became, it was like, oh, dude, you're religious. You're, you're a loser. And it's like, oh, oh, that was a game being done. Then we have all these atheists running around. They all happen to be millionaires, right? Have you ever met a broke atheist? Never meet a broke atheist, right? You only meet really rich atheists who don't, who just want to believe we live on a rock hurling through space and there's no consequences for anything you do. That's all done on purpose. So now we have all these people. I mean, dude, do you see the people getting that they're taking off on YouTube? It's, it's unbelievable. It's not just like, it's not just Alex Jones people. There's spiritual people. There's Bitcoin people that are getting censored. It's like, what is going on? And why is everybody okay with this? Why is the left okay with this? Well, you know, it's like, I'm pro everything, everything. You want to be gay, be gay. You want an interracial date, interracial date. I don't care what you do as long as you don't hurt others and particular children, you can do whatever you want. But yet this group of people on this, on the left, you know, they're all about censorship now. And I don't get it because they don't. It's, it's And the worst part is it's 20-year-olds yeah. who have studied no history. Yeah, and they don't is. know how it all works. Because if they knew, if they studied censorship, they would realize censorship started from the right to the left, which was religious censorship on alternative lifestyles. Yeah. They shut that shit down, right? So now it's going the other way where it's the left shutting down alternative media. And that's kind of how it's going. But just know it's coming back around. It's been a power grab. I mean, it's a, they're just jockeying for the same positions to control the, the, the momentum of the, of the site. And, you know, right now, over, or at least over the last 10 years, the left has controlled society. You know, the, the, we're the more liberal, progressive thinking people. We know what's going on. Look how great the world is. We have cell phones. We have this. Everyone has that. You know, we're right. We're right. Now we're kind of seeing, ah, you guys fucked up a little bit. So we're going to go a little more to the right. And now they're like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to pull you back. It's just the same way that we just have more power. Well, you know, it's like for very, I, I've learned just cause you're, um, just cause you're intelligent, let's say, doesn't mean you're smart. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, because people have fallen for this left, right, uh, Republican, Democrat, uh, you know, psyop for so long that I would tell you that the right has opened up. Uh, what was the name of the group of all the, uh, the remember the really right that kind of came in, not the truthers, what are they called? Like eight years ago where they came in and they were, they were going to take over the Republican party and they didn't want to put up a show. I can't remember the name. Uh, the tea party? What? The tea party, right? You remember that? Yeah. They came in, they were going to push it to the side. And then you have, the Republican Party rejecting the Bush clan of that's been running both parties for a long time and signing up with Trump. Yeah. Now, if, if you're telling me this was set up a long time ago, this is the most elaborate psyop of all time. And I'm not against it. I'm just like, if this is real, dude, and you think this is a psyop and it really is a psyop, what is coming is going to be ugly. Okay. It's and it's it's gotta it's gotta be so advanced. I don't even think it's a human being doing it. That's how advanced this this psyop has to be because they are destroying all their institutions. They have to know the outcome. 
to be able to pull this off, to destroy the media, destroy the two-party system, destroy, uh, I mean, uh, globalism. I mean, yeah. all to, to pull back the veil on on, um, on global warming, all this stuff that just has just fallen to the side that nobody's really into as much as they used to be. Yeah. Um, they just have to have, a, they just, I just don't get it, man. I just yeah. don't see, it's got to be a, an AI or something like that to be that advanced to be playing this, this advanced of a psyop. But you look at the Republic. I mean, you look at the the conservatives, let's say they ditch the old school Republicans and Trump is a different thing. That's why I say it's like Trump's not really a Republican. He just won the Republican nomination. He's playing the game really well. Yeah. I mean, look at the, I mean, if you look at the people who are kind of supporting him and, you know, you have that Milo Yiannopoulos, you know, he's a gay, you know, a gay conservative, you know, and, and the two, it looks like, it sounds like an oxymoron, gay conservative, but you know, it's just a different type of it's a different type of person it's not the traditional conservative which i don't think you see the traditional um liberal on the left anymore it's just far left and then you know the traditional right i think is a little further right and you have these these two groups i think real liberals and then the new i i don't even want to say new right because you have that whole alt-right labeling thing i don't want to put people in a box but you have this new group of people who are like listen i don't i think more socially liberal but fiscally conservative. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. I mean, I talk about this all the time. You know, it's like I go to red states. It's basically like, don't tax me. Don't take my guns. And everybody swings. I don't know. They're all swingers all over through red states, Arizona, Florida, Texas, everybody's swinging. So they are really like you can go. I've been to places where you go and you, you know, you hear somebody do a gay joke and a conservative crowd gets quiet. They don't like it. They don't like, you know, and what we're seeing right now with this push to Marxism that that these rich kids think is okay because, you know, you only like Marxism if you haven't lived in a Marxist society or a country. That's okay. the only people that likes that shit because it, it's ideally sounds like a great time until it actually gets applied and talk to anybody that's lived in a communist country. It's not good. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, my grandmother told me stories. Like, that was like... You know, she lived there. My uncle was the lighting director for the Tropicana. When they stormed into Havana, we lost everything. But my grandmother still lived there for a few years until she came over to the States. But she, I mean, they're horror stories. And, you know, that, that, I mean, I was still, I was one of those dumb kids. I was one of those dumb 20-year-old kids thinking, I was, you know, I knew everything. I had a shade Guerrero shirt on. And that one day, like, caught her off guard. And she was like, let me sit you down and tell you what really happened. And, you know, you think about it, it's like, holy shit, I never would want that. Even though, like you said, it's, it sounds great. It sounds amazing in theory. Yeah. But once you start figuring out, not everyone's up to, you know, do certain things after, you know, whatever their high is wears off, you know, that's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Everyone, I like this society. It's not perfect. I like, you know, kind of every man for himself, take care of your family, leave everyone alone. Don't hurt anybody. That's kind of what capitalism is, the wild west. Right. I, I like it. Yeah, we got we got to pull it back a little bit. We got to get rid of lobbying. We need to set term limits. That, oh. that I think would clean up a lot of shit. You know, there's a lot of people going around like arco capitalism sounds great, except for you got to realize that there are going to be people who are smarter than other people, and they're going to game the system, and we're just going to end up in the exact same place we were before. Unless you know, I'm telling you, just put in two things, and you should be fine. One is no lobbying and two is no term limits and you know eventually you're going to have to get into you know you can't allow employers to put people's safety at, at you know in danger you know you can't go to work wondering is today the day i die yeah. outside of that man you know everyone for themselves i mean if we applied real capitalism to the health industry and you allowed competition yeah. it, i'm telling you everything would be way cheaper but it's not because they, there's collusion going on. Yeah, it's a game. Like it's all a game. It's being controlled, and you know, it's it, it, it. The money, the money. Once you kind of look up and see where it's all coming from, it only comes from like very few group of people. You know, they're all just divvying it out under different LLCs or different S corps, hidden names and stuff like that. But I mean, communism, this extreme Marxism, and when you talk to people, the younger kids especially, they just stare at you, and it's kind of turned into like ideology into hate now 
It's and turned that, into how can I piss my dad off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I hate something and I'm just so angry. I want to go, you know, burn a, a building, you know, and hurt anybody who owns that building and not care, you know. Oh, yeah. That, this has become chaos. Trust Fund Kid Purge. They allowed these yeah. trust fund kids to go out there and hit people and, and burn shit down. And then when they got arrested, they were bailed out zero cash. And it was just, it was literally the purge, dude. It was yeah. purge for rich kids who, after they were done, they would just go back to their gated community and go to sleep and then wake up the next day and do it all over again. Dude, I mean, I mean, in the purge itself, it was pretty much rich kids doing it. When, it, when the very first purge, it was Ethan Hawk being haunted by these, you know, the guys in suits and, you know, like look like they belong to country clubs. They normally have their, I mean, in history, I mean, look at back the weathermen back in the sixties, Bill Ayers was the leader, you know, or one of the leaders. Man's father was a major executive at like GE, you know, he's a very respected man on all the boards in Chicago. What do you have to be upset about, dude? What are you upset about? You know, like, like I grew up, you know, I grew up like in a, you know, I didn't like, I wasn't in squalor, but it was a pretty rough neighborhood. You know, I live, there's a book written about my neighborhood called Tom's River. It was a Pulitzer Prize winning book. It's about this uh, chemical plant that um, had leaked, it leaked dyes to make dyes for your shirts and stuff, leaked into our water system and caused cancer clusters. Oh my God. That was from Niagara Falls, the Love Canal. (laughs) There's a lot of that going on there. Yeah, I mean, so like this, these are the people who are waking up every day, going to work, still dealing with their water, almost killing them. And then, you know, you have these rich trust fund kids rolling up to riots, like in their bends and, you know, throwing a mask on, like, I'm here to fuck shit up. Like, dude, like what, what, what type of upside down world do we live in? Yep. And it's, it's, it's gotten a little past, you know, annoying. And I think we kind of all have to see that this is, all of us are getting amped up and, need to calm down which we try and bring back in the film when you start seeing all this on the news we you know you get mindful become mindful that's what pax tanned on she uh, wrote a book called mindfulness matters and it just kind of lets you get grounded like to what you're seeing and doing you know like this is kind of you know just a little bit of mess like people messing with you she talks about what we're a planet of suffering or a culture of suffering what was the term she used <laughs> We are a culture and suffering. I mean, it, it's, it's, um, we, we, we've come to this point where we all believe that what's being shared is true. So we all, we have this group think mentality she talks about and, and that group think mentality is causing like a massive uh, fracture within our you know society. And, you know, people think like, you know, if you're an Alex Jones guy and you only listen to Alex Jones, you think what he says is gospel. Yeah. And, say you're you know young turks person you think what they say is gospel and then we have this division we're not really being mindful like what's the other side of the story yeah that's my new show with brian callen where like he he's he doesn't believe in conspiracies i believe in conspiracies then we we debate and usually i win but that's okay he's still a good guy and uh we don't have that i've i've tried to establish um uh, debate shows the reason they don't work is because somebody thinks they're going to lose and they're afraid to look bad. And, you know, it's like, if you believe in what you believe in, what are you afraid to lose or, but nobody wants to do it. I'm just upset, ma'am, that we see, I mean, you, uh, this, this chick, this Armenian on the young Turks is upset oh. that she's getting censored on like Facebook. And the same thing with, uh, uh, what's his name that did um, Borat? He's upset because he was calling for censorship of fake news. And when he posted a picture, that Facebook said it was fake news and they censored him. And now he's crying about it. And it's yeah, just cool. like, who, fa- who facts checks the fact checkers? Yeah, it's rules for thee, not for me. That type of stuff, man. It's like, I thought I was on your team and I was the one who said it. But like you said uh, before, um, it's not their friends who got them into the club. It's the AI, you know, it's the AI filter. The AI doesn't have a sense of humor anymore. It's so they're saying, dude. Yeah. So, so they're saying, you know, like we're going to start censoring Alex Jones and everybody else. I think it was the ADL uh, speech that you're talking about where he started talking about uh, the harmful disinformation. Yeah. 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 Dude, your whole, the whole premise of your film is based on just, you know, 
disinformation. Yeah, dude, yeah. that is the best point I've ever heard, man. It, it is. It's the whole How thing. How funny is that, man? Bullrot, the guy who does Bullrot is crying about misinformation. Oh, my God, dude. That is the best point I've ever heard, dude. I mean, it is. It's just like, I mean, you, how many people's lives did he really ruin by making them seem out to be like outright racists? You know, the guys in the first one where they were like the frat guys talking about America. Like, they were saying some messed up stuff, but he, he kind of pushed them to that side. Kind of like having an FBI agent say, say, hey, Johnny, do you want this gun? Hey, here, take the gun, man. Yeah, we've seen that, dude. Yeah, that's a great definitely. point, dude. Man, that's a great point about Bullrot, dude. Sasha Baron Cohen. He's I mean, just I, such a hypocrite. What yeah. a fucking hypocrite, man. Dude, I like him. I, I like him as an actor, but I mean, what, I mean, and this is the thing that stinks about the world too, with this disinformation and censorship is that all my idols, the people that I grew up loving and wanted to work with. Yeah. You know, it's like some of you guys are basically saying F you to me, you know, or if I, like I actually had a meeting once and uh, it was interesting that some person was asking our company, to invest in a film and we were discussing politics somehow and he started you know getting you know pretty loud loud about how he hates trump and then he said all of his supporters are deplorable people and i said well i actually happened to vote for him and it just got really awkward and silent you know and, and it's just unbelievable right I, it's just like <laughs> why do you think people think that's okay i mean the biggest thing in entertainment is they for listen as, as a waiter, I hated this rule, which was the customer's always right. Yeah. Because it would drive me, because I thought people would abuse that. But there, you have to, when you run a business, you have to at least take that into account yeah. on everything you do. And yeah. like Hollywood has completely abandoned that. They're like, fuck you to the consumer. Let you let, you're going to watch whatever we want. And, but if, 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 if someone makes fun of the left, it is hate speech. If someone makes fun of the right, it is like ha ha comedy. Yeah, and nobody's laughing at. Yeah, and, and like um, like I said, you know, I, I have a lot of friends I work with in in, the, in this industry who know me not to be one of these crazy people. But like you said, like they're not giving us any options. They're pushing a certain group of people to the side, and they're saying you can't play here anymore. Like it's basically like we bought this or or that that scene forced gun like seats taken. Like we can't, we can't do this anymore. It's not going to work. And you guys can't basically tell people because of, you know, one section in our political history that you chose that side. Now you're banned, you're blacklisted. And it's not even like we chose a side, you know, it's like we made a vote and it's supposed to be, you know, it's just for the betterment of our country. But now it's like we made a vote and we might not even voted for this guy, but we did not follow the narrative, the mainstream narrative. I've had people actually in a project we're working on right now, because we produced a certain documentary, uh, a group of writers had a boycott on us, and they walked Unbelievable, up. Unbelievable, <laughs> dude! And they walked up and they and they backed away. I mean, thank God the other two female, uh, the leads, the director and the creator, they stuck with, with us, and and that really showed a lot of guts on their end. Um, but I mean, am I am I like toxic now? Which is why I mean, for me, I, I'm always I've I've enjoyed the punk rock days. So I like I, I'm punk rock as fuck. I'll tell you something, dude. When uh, before COVID, man, before this Me Too shit, all my friends, my phone was blowing up constantly. My phone doesn't ring anymore, and yeah. I'm okay with that because I got two kids I love. But man, uh, me being pro, me being uh, me talking about Trump over that uh, take Trump over Biden. Um, has left me to be public enemy number one. And um, it's just the truth. I don't hear from anybody at all. Nobody asked me to do their shows at all. And, you know, I can't really do it because I, I got to take care of kids, man. But it's like, it, it happens. But you know what, man? This is what I've learned in recovery. The universe will let you know what you're supposed to do. And you should go where you're loved. And if somebody doesn't want to work with you, Guess what? You shouldn't work with them. And that's what get the fuck out of here, man. You're only going to work with people you agree with. That sounds gross to me. That sounds yeah. sad to me. Okay. I mean, and, and your listen, the more and more they push this agenda and it just, at some point, I don't care how rich these people are, the money that they're throwing at these, these, these projects are going to eventually catch them. I mean, we are watching Disney take a death spiral. 
from their ESPN to their movies now. I mean, like people aren't going to watch their movie. They put out that one uh, Captain Marvel movie and they lied to everybody about how much the movie made. They said it made $300 million. People were taking pictures of the theaters being empty. Yeah, I mean, it, it has. And I've I read a great article um, about uh, basically how much money's being left on the table from banning this one group of people. And it is, it's insane. It's like, just being a wise business person, like, is it smart to ignore half the country? Is it smart to ignore, you know, the people, it's not even like people who like Donald Trump. They're there are just people who don't like either of them. I said, F it, you know, fuck it. I'm I'm, I'm not voting. Big reason I like Trump is because the people that I hate, hate him. So it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. I mean, I make no illusions about who he is. I He's got a lot of problems, man. And I call him out and my fans get angry at him, but I don't care, man, because I keep it real. Yeah, that's that's why people like you. That's why people tune into you. That's why they tune into Alex Jones. That's why they tune into anybody else who's even left, right, whatever, man. You're real. That's why they want to censor you because you can do much better than they can, numbers-wise, ratings-wise, from your house with a microphone and a headset and, you know, just some lights, dude. That's it. So Chelsea Handler just came out with the dumbest statement ever. I mean, people don't realize, like I've had friends who were on the inside at Chelsea lately and the thing she used to do, like Chelsea now would hate Chelsea then based on what she did. I could tell you stories, dude. She used to hold up pictures of freaking gorillas and talk about how this was Lonnie Love's family and and Chelsea can sue me and I will take her to court and I will put a conga line of witnesses up there that will back up because they came to me to, te- to tell the story. So this chick right now goes on television with Jamie Foxx, I mean uh, Jim Jimmy Fallon, talking about how 50 Cent can't vote for Trump, he has to vote for Biden because he's black. That is the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life, okay? But the reason I bring this up is because now Jimmy Fallon is basically doing Zoom shows on The Tonight Show. So what you and I are doing is exactly what he's doing, but we're unfiltered, and he's got to follow these dumb old rules. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what we saw during covid was we saw what happens when at the end of Wizard of Oz when you pull back you know the curtain and you see these guys without the lights and the guys who they hand the free tickets to outside coming in and clapping when that sign says clap you know it's not there and now you're like oh man I'm gonna try to watch somebody else you know I, you're not as funny and your point your jokes aren't landing as much because I don't I'm not hitting that subconscious cue to laugh with them um, it's it. it and and I don't go woke, go broke. Yeah, and it's not anything against these people. Like some of them, I like Jimmy Fallon. I really love what he did. I love the fact, you know, I, I love his body of work. I love. I don't want to hate anybody. I've I've that that low point in my life. I learned to. It was all I was there because I hate it. And Is that I doing the blue chew read. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't hate this. I love this. oh man so dave real quick as we wrap it up here uh we were going to go half an hour but the conversation was great um this is going to go out tonight uh tell me uh real quick where they can find sensational your movie uh and tell us uh, finally a little bit again tell us a little bit about it as we close it out um, they can go to sensationalfilm.com and you can find the movie right there. Uh, we'll be on a couple more platforms in the coming months. Uh, we were on Amazon. They took us down. Um, but the film is basically, it's just a, a citizen journalist approach to uh, alternative news and then how it applies to uh, what we're seeing now with censorship. You know, And it asks a question, you know, is censorship good for our, our society? And, and I personally don't think so, but we leave it to the um, audience to, you know, make their own decision. And As we leave, I, I just, this is, and I want to say this earlier, I just remembered. It is uh, the Streisand effect, I feel. The more they censor this shit, the more people start looking into it. Yeah. And I just think it's going to blow up in their face, man. I yeah. think it's going to blow up in their face because what the, what the, what they're doing is starting to censor the other side too. And that the other side's going to start losing their skull. And I do believe Trump is the last of the two party systems. Okay. And uh, the two part, I think he's the last president of the two party system. Cause I think 
this shit's going to get real wild, man. And both sides are going to wake up and people are going to stop. I mean, you see historic numbers of blacks and Latinos voting for Republicans. I mean, yeah. it's humongous. Yeah, it's insane. It's, it's, it really is an eye over. Like you said, it's the end of this chaotic system that we once had. It's going to be a bumpy road, but I think on the other side, it's going to be good. Well, Dave, I hope uh, this was fun. I appreciate you coming on. You're a pleasure to talk to. As always, I look forward to uh, working with you on more projects. And uh, we'll just keep going, dude. We'll just keep hitting it, quitting it. You know what I'm saying? And just uh, making it happen, brother. So thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll do it again soon, okay? Thanks, man. Thank you very much. I love you, Swarm. Thank you for tuning in. We love you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody.